people to manifest their hearts to desires. She was born and raised in the beautiful island of Seychelles. At 15 she left for Ventura, California for studies. Her dream was to be discovered for her singing voice, which never came true because the universe had prepared something bigger for her. Today, she is on her mission to teach others inner peace, balance, harmony and freedom with themselves and the world. After having traveled the world and run away from her native land and people, the Seychelles have become her beloved home base. Thank you so much for having me here today. It is, it is a great, great honor to be here on your podcast. Thank you so much, my angel. So, Marie-Antoinette, let's dive into your story. What has been your turning moment in your life? Wow, my turning moment in my life was when I declared bankruptcy. This was about five years ago, and I found myself living out of my small yellow Kia Picanto on one of the beaches here in Seychelles. Yes, I say this was a turning point in my life because in that moment, this is where I actually discovered acceptance and peace within myself, where I accepted everything that has happened. And I understood that this was actually happening for me in order for me to transform my life, to start living the life that I actually want to live, that I choose to live, that I choose to experience. So yes, that was the turning point of my life when I, I hit rock bottom and the only way was up. What had happened before at that moment? Before that, I found myself stuck in the victim mindset where I was blaming everyone, everything, including the entire world. I was blaming for all the issues, mm -hmm. all the struggles and challenges that I was actually going through. I did not realize that all this was happening because there were certain lessons that I needed to learn, that there was a deeper side to me that I needed to embrace and figure and figure out, and that I needed to, this most, most importantly, to take responsibility for my life, for my thoughts, for my words, for my simply being here. Yeah. What have been your challenges before? I would say my greatest challenge was to acquire peace, peace within myself and peace within the world. Because having been stuck in that mindset, I was struggling with overthinking, compulsive thinking. It would not stop and I really yearned for it to just come to a complete stop because the ramblings would go on even when I'm in bed. It just would not, it, it just would not stop. And I really wanted to find the way to make it stop. Yeah. Mm, I imagine. Mm. And what helped you the most? What helped me the most was actually having to do the inner work. Yeah. Yeah, this is where I truly found peace. I found the harmony and the balance within myself and within the world. But yeah, doing the, the inner work, um, diving deep into a beautiful, beautifully intense journey of personal growth 
and development. And this is what actually helped me to what I like to call humble the mind. Mm. Yeah. Were there books you have read? I actually discovered this amazing mentor from, from Zurich, uh, uh, Mahima Klinge, Europe's number one self-mastery and uh, leadership mentor. I discovered this amazing lady. And the way this happened was beautiful. I, was, I found myself in a small little town in Alingsås, Sweden. So once we didn't, yeah, it's, it's incredible how it, how it developed. So one spring morning, I was there sitting there with a nice cup of coffee and I just started to voice out, out loud to the universe, giving thanks, but at the same time, asking if it would be possible to actually send me a physical guide because I needed a physical guide. And lo and behold, 15 minutes later, this something was just pulling me on Facebook. It was telling me this word, this voice was saying to me, go on Facebook. I opened Facebook and there it was in the feed. I saw this um, two hours orientation by Mahima and it was going to be in Gothenburg, 20 minutes uh, tram ride from me. And I thought, okay, so this must be the sign. This must be what I was asking for. I clicked, I went, I heard her, I felt her, I experienced her and I signed on and never turned back. And I promise you, wow, that was, that was the breakthrough for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I learned mm. to have inner peace. Yeah. Great. Mahima. <laughs> yeah. I love Amazing her. lady. I love her work as well. Beautiful. And so you were sitting in the Seychelles, you go, you went back to the Seychelles, right? Yes. Yes, I did. I did, and it was from Seychelles after that turning point that we spoke about initially. That's when I decided I, I, I went, I went, I was off, off the beach and I decided, because there was this, I was inspired, you need to go to Sweden. I didn't know why, all I knew was there's something there for me. You will discover something that will guide you on your path. I had no idea what it was and I trusted this unknown and I completely surrendered. So I went to a friend in Sweden and only two months before I was supposed to fly back to Seychelles, did this happen? Because I voiced out and there it was. Then it clicked and I understood this is it because if I wasn't here, I would not have had this opportunity. And I'm so grateful that I listened to my intuition. I followed my heart. Mm. And was it clear for you that to go back to the Seychelles or could it also be living in Europe? Oh, yes, yes. Actually, I, I believe I can live anywhere in the world because especially now what I do, um, I want to reach as many souls as I possibly can. I would love to bring about this transformation and share the story share the wisdom and the knowledge that I acquired that helped me to move out from that darkness into the light and to brighten my own life. So yes, yeah, I was, I was open and I'm still open to living anywhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you have grown up in the Seychelles, right? Yes, yes. I grew up here until the age of 15. And mind you, that was uh, from 15, then I went to California, Ventura, California. I was there for three years schooling. 
that was one of the first major manifestation that I did in my life. Yes, I manifested California. Always wanted it from the age of, of 12. I started wishing. I started wishing. I started giving thanks. And then, boom, it just manifested when I least expected it. I had two weeks, literally, pack up all your stuff, sort up all your stuff. You're going to California. <laughs> yeah. And then I moved, I moved um, around the world a lot. I traveled a lot. Because especially, as I said, having been stuck in that mindset, I was always running away. I was running away from home. I was running away from my people. And I found myself doing that anywhere in the world that I went. So I realized that, hey, wait a minute, something's off here. Because if when I thought I was running away from home, because I thought the mindset was different, the people was different, um, and I couldn't see that inner truth. But I decided, no, it must be coming from me. This is when I started to, to wake up more to the self, to my decisions, to my choices, to the thoughts, to everything that I was doing. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You said um, the inner work helped you. What, yes. what do you call inner work? Inner work for me was um, having to go deep within myself and be completely, completely honest with myself, with all these feelings, with all these thoughts, with all the beliefs that I had, whether they were limited beliefs or whichever they were, whether it was um, conditionings from culture, from tradition, from families, from friends, from even schools that I need to go within myself and look deeply and respond in an honest way in order for me to heal, to heal. Because I discovered through the inner work that, hey, you have some traumas, some childhood traumas. There are certain things there, certain issues there that you never fully looked at. And that's what I was actually running away from, from myself. This is why I could never run away. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you want to share some some traumas from your childhood? Um, yes, uh, for me, the big one was not receiving the love that as a child I expected from my parents, my mother and, and father. And um, I also always felt that I was not heard because also having been born in, in, in a culture, sort of like African culture being in Seychelles is when grown-ups are talking, you are not allowed, allowed to speak or be in the same room. And a child's um, point of view has no values. So you understand what I'm saying now by all these beliefs, limited beliefs and other people's beliefs really is what it was. And yeah, that was for me, that was the biggest one, which, which shook up my self-worth and confidence. Uh, so yes, I never really voiced out. I always kept quiet, always held things within and never really expressed myself. What was the limiting belief, the strongest one you were telling yourself over and over again? I am not enough. Mm. Yeah, I am not enough. Um, I am not worthy. Um, yeah, yeah, that uh, I'm not talented enough. And that was one of the things that I really needed to, really needed to shift within myself, to see within myself that I am much, much, much more than enough. 
and I am worthy of the best that this amazing life actually has to offer. Yeah, and that what happened was as I was having to do the inner work to discover myself, to understand my truth and what was going on, to understand mentally also everything that was going on and emotionally, that I started to understand humanity. I started to understand my own parents that, hey, they are not to blame. Nobody is to blame. We were all conditioned from generation to generation to generation and not being aware that this is what it was, that we can change this that we can transform this and actually start living our own lives and not someone else's life. Do you remember maybe a sentence your mentor Mahima told you which struck, struck you the most? Yeah, yeah. One of the things that Mahima would say to me and the first time she said this, this really hit home when she says, do you, my darling, be you. Yeah, <laughs> that was it for me because it just in those words, it reflected so much recognition and acceptance, you know, and respect and acknowledgement that I am enough just simply by being me, by doing me. Yeah. That must have been a big change for your surrounding people must have acknowledged your change yes 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 they have even uh, family um i would say even school friends they notice some of them may not uh, voice it out but they see my way of being my way of um showing up my way of talking everything has has changed and i i no longer entertain um negative talk Yes, um, and especially if it's strangers that don't, or don't already know me, even with family, you know, when I came back from this really long journey, I expressed myself by saying, listen, my darlings, I love you all. So don't take anything personally because nothing is personal unless you make it so. Um, this is me. This is how I do. You have anything to voice out, to express, you know, um, pause first especially if it's something that's weighing you down if it's something that's negative before you voice it out because otherwise i will not entertain it and now it's beautiful because you know sometimes like my little auntie she's adorable she's sweet and sometimes she'll start and i just turn around <laughs> and she which brings this internal self-reflection she stops herself and goes ah okay And I just love it. You know, I don't have to say it. <laughs> it brings her back to herself and starting to, to understand what I'm talking about. Because, yeah, there's a difference when you are talking from um, this negative energy. It brings you down. It makes you so heavy. Anybody can feel this. Maybe they're just not aware of what it is they're having, but it drains you. But when you're more positive, because you can turn, you can shift something that is negative into positive in depending on how you express yourself so you can find different words different way of expressing yourself to express this pain this hurt this disappointment whatever it may be so yeah it, it helps to also um, bring a little more of self-awareness indirectly beautiful Marie-Antoinette <laughs> what does help you every day to get in this beautiful energy wow gratitude 
gratitude is yeah number one gratitude um even before i open my eyes my eyes are still closed and i'm aware okay you're awake now and i start to give thanks i start to give thanks for this breath that i'm taking i start to give thanks for the day how the day is going to plan out and within giving thanks i start to set my intentions as well and then from there i meditate and then from meditation I'll do a little bit of exercise, a little bit of Gijong mixed with Tai Chi. Yeah, movement. I get movement. Um, I get to, to, to move all the energy throughout my body and to sort of activate myself for the day. Yeah, this is what helps me to stay centered and grounded. Meditation plays a big role. When did you start with meditation? Wow, I started meditating now, I would say, over 22 years ago. Yeah, yeah, wow. I discovered meditation when I actually discovered Hinduism, or Hinduism discovered me, whichever way you want to look at it, but yes. And in those days, I started to do a lot of mantras. And at some point, I remember I fasted for one year. For one entire year, I was vegetarian for an entire year. It just happened automatically how it happened. And I was meditating for, wow, two, three, four hours at a time in the morning, in the evenings, um, full on focusing to actually find the solution to the challenges that I had back then. And yet still not fully understanding what meditation really was because you know the the shadow side of me was coming up all the things that I needed to look at these limited beliefs you know the fears and everything and the pain they were coming out but for some strange reason I took them for things that were coming from outside of me I did not quite understand that yet it took me quite a while in my journey to understand how actually to use meditation what it is all about to use it to train the mind to serve you yeah great Marie Antoinette what would you recommend our audience if they haven't started their journey on gratitude meditation um, self-love what would mm -hmm. you recommend I would say start off by listening to your heart because this is what I discovered. Yeah, and that starts to bring you close to that journey. Start truly listening to your heart, not just listening, but following through. Because by listening to your heart, this is where the magic actually begins. When you start to listen to the things and, and you start to do the things that you really, really want to do, that already starts to transform you. You start to feel more happier, more playful. You have adventure. That You start to look at life as this incredible magical journey. And that already starts to bring that shift. Yeah. Where can people reach you, Marie-Antoinette? They can reach me best on my Facebook page under Marie-Antoinette Hélène. Yes, I have French names. <laughs> So they can reach me, reach me best on, on Facebook. So one last word for our audience. One last word. Wow. I would say, feel the fear. 
but do it anyway. Because by doing it, you are actually, which brings me back again to listening to your heart, to doing the things that drives you, that motivates you, that inspires you, that empowers you. Yeah, to truly live. So yeah, feel the fear, but do it anyway. It will surprise you. <laughs> right. I love it. Thank you so much, Marie-Antoinette, for being you, being here. Thank you. Thank you so much, my darling, for creating this amazing space that is allowing me to be me and to do me. It is such a great honor. Beautiful, amazing work you are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.